1: Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. My name is Sonny, and I am here hosting with...
0: As always, it is me, Jam the Man, Caleb.
1: All right, well, we are so happy to have you here, Caleb, of course, uh, and I'm happy to be here. Uh, and I'm sure all of our listeners are happy to be here. So, uh, to start out the episode, we are going to do a couple of quick, uh, just quick hits. Uh, to please remember to follow us on Twitter at Top Cut Podcast. Uh, be sure to follow Caleb at JamTheMan17. You can follow me at DatChumley. Uh, we also want to be sure that you remember that uh, we have a Discord server, which we are very excited about. We have a lot of fun. We do a lot of remote duels. We Uh, we interact a ton with our, uh, our different members of the community and stuff. It's like 70 people strong now. So, uh, it's still not the biggest community in the world, but we are very happy to be here. Very happy to have this community. Very happy to have everybody come and check us out. So please come check us out on the discord server. Uh, next thing is to be sure to check out Team Dark Arm Dealings. Their link will be in the description below. They are our sister YouTube channel. Uh, there, that channel is run by Dylan and Trevor, who have both been on the podcast. Very cool people.
0: Uh, very cool people.
1: Right? Guys from our locals. And if you haven't listened to their episodes, be sure to check those out. Um, the last thing I'm going to talk about real quick is we did start a Patreon recently. Uh, this is a way for us to have the, be able to get, we want we want some new equipment we want some sound boards and pop filters things like that
0: all very expensive
1: yeah well that in itself itself is not the most expensive thing in the world we want to save up we'd be able to get new microphones we want to be able yeah. to afford artwork for the podcast things like that
0: you know be able to pay an artist to actually do the artwork
1: commissioned artwork things like that right uh and the ability to do that comes with your support from the listeners um if that is something that you're interested in doing we do have three packages on our patreon page uh, we have a one dollar package a five dollar package and a ten dollar package the five dollar package gets you an uh the one dollar package shows support and you get a shout out at the beginning of every episode the five dollar package gets you that and it gets you an extra episode every week so for those that just cannot get enough you do get you get there's an opportunity here for you to get an extra mm-hmm. episode each week including a new series that we are starting this week where we go set by set and review every set in Yu-Gi-Oh's history.
0: For now, it's just going to be the core sets. Uh, we're still kind of, we're still figuring stuff out on that.
1: Yeah, we're <laughs> we're gonna get all the exact uh, setup of it down later. But uh, those episodes will be releasing probably every Wednesday. That's not set in stone, but that's when we release the first one. So yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, and then uh, the ten dollar tier gets you access to a live stream once a week when we record one of our podcasts. So we post every Tuesday and Friday, but we record generally every Sunday and Wednesday, unless something comes up. Uh, and there will be a link sent out to our uh, to our patrons with with they gives them the ability to watch us as we record. Yep. So,
0: so they get to see all the mistakes we make. Exactly.
1: So if you're interested in any of that, please be sure to follow us on Patreon and absolutely click the link in the description below. Uh, but for now, our five patrons that we have already are uh, Scuzz Daddy, Adil Saeed, Jeremy Drysdale, Ray Powell, and Austin Johnson. So thank you for all of your support, fellas. Um, We do have some quick play news to get into.
0: First off, we now know that the set after Burst of Destiny bode is called Dimension Force. Very interesting. Yes, um, here's hoping that maybe there's some new DDD stuff.
1: Maybe I yeah. never thought about it like that.
0: Yeah, you know some, you know maybe make a DD its own archetype.
1: All right. So this will be the set after. Um, is it? Dimension Battles of Battle of Chaos
0: Battles, yeah, Battles of Chaos
1: Battles of Chaos Right yeah. Which is after Burst of Destiny Yes,
0: yeah, so we have Yeah so basically We have Burst of Destiny And then after that It's Battles of Chaos And then Dimension Force Right 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 right, right. All we have is a name Right now I think and, That's fine Yeah then that'll be <clears throat> The OCG's February set I believe
1: uh, The release date In OCG is January 15th
0: There you go <coughs> But, yeah, no, you're good. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, no. He, oh, she gets her stuff real quick after it gets announced, and we get like a year later.
1: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, no. This pack will literally probably come out sometime around like April or May of next year.
0: Yeah, for us. Um. Anyway, that's that's about that's about all we got for that. Um. Next up, we the next V Jump card is
1: proprietus warrior, warrior
0: lady. Proprietus, by the way, means. Uh, giving or indicating a good chance of success.
1: So, um, this is actually a V jump that we talked about in a previous episode, but literally all we had was name and an artwork. Yeah. Now here we have the full effect.
0: Yes. Uh so for those who don't know the artwork, it's DD Warrior Lady or or uh Warrior Lady from from a wasteland, but a younger version of of her. So this is her before she was even warrior lady from of the wasteland or whatever right <clears throat> so it's a weir effect earth level three with a thousand tag 800 defense you can only use this card's first and second effect of this card's name once per turn
1: she's visibly like a lot
0: younger in this very visibly
1: yeah like she she looks like she's like 18 17 16 yeah. like getting out on our own becoming an adventurer yeah Whereas but, the DD warrior lady artwork, like she's seen some stuff.
0: Yeah. She's like 28 and then warrior yeah, lady yeah. of the wasteland. She's in her early twenties. Anyway. Um, first effect when a, when an attack is declared involving a, your other warrior monster and an opponent's face up monster. So based on that wording, it's when either your warrior monsters declare an attack or your opponent is declared an attack on one of your warriors. Right. Um, you can send this card from your hand or field to the graveyard that opponent's monster loses attack equal to its original attack until the end of this turn.
1: So it's kind of like a janky, more complicated honest.
0: More like Dark Honest because Dark Honest also makes them lose their attack, but it's their current attack, not their original. This makes okay, them lose gotcha. their original. Gotcha. So let's say, so let's say, just for sake argument, it's a Dark Magician with Spell Book of Secrets equipped to it, so it has three thousand attack. It would only lose twenty five hundred. Right. Just for, just off the top of my head, because I've been playing some uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, Duels of the Roses recently, and that's, right, it's, right. it's fresh in my head. Anyway. Um,
1: I was wondering, I was like, Dark Magician equipped with, this seems oddly specific. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, two, you can banish this card from your graveyard, then target an Earth Warrior monster in your graveyard, add it to your hand. So, it actually puts itself in the graveyard, and then you can use this effect during the same turn. It's right. Not, yeah. it,
1: it can become an extender for a, an Earth Warrior deck yeah. like...
0: Warrock, Goki.
1: Well, Warrock does need all the help they can get. Yeah.
0: G- uh, I mean, again, this is great for Goki. Um, and to a much lesser extent, heroes. Because other than that, it's just a warrior honest for any warriors. Right. Yeah. Um. Again, though the the banished add a war, new warrior monster from deck, from graveyard to hand is exclusively for Earth warriors. It's not a whole lot of those. <laughs> no, there's not this. Surprisingly, this card. It's very meh.
1: It's not good. It's it's not good.
0: Yeah, I mean, in Goki, it's niche. It's neat. Uh, again, because Gokis, you do declare attack a lot, so you can get the, get get that effect off to recur a lot. Um, but I'm 99% sure there's something that you would rather see every single time you see this thing. It's not good.
1: Yeah, I, I would not, like... I don't know. I, I wouldn't be, like, thrilled to, uh... Like, to, to, like... I don't know. I feel like there's better ways that they could support War. I don't know. I guess... At this point, they're like, everything needs an honest, but, like, this is unnecessary.
0: Well, that's the thing, because right now, the only thing that has honest is honest, dark honest for darks, and this thing for warriors. Yes. So, (laughs) man. It's all right. It it is what it is. Um, It's kind of disappointing for a V-Jump promo. Well, to be fair, a lot of V-Jump promos these days are not, you know. Fair. I'm used to V-Jump promos being stuff like Black Ship of Corn which at the time was impactful. Very stupidly good. Oh my god. It was okay, okay. Okay, let's not overhype
1: Black Ship of Corn. It wasn't very stupidly good. It, it was it was surprisingly good for what it was.
0: <laughs> no,
1: no, a much more impactful promo would have been Number 16 Shockmaster.
0: Fair enough. I I, I keep forgetting Shockmaster was originally a V-Jump promo.
1: Yeah, yeah. Shockmaster was like all the way a jump promo. That yeah. Shockmaster like top five promos of all time.
0: Yeah. Uh, again, this is what I'm used to with V Jump promos. Summon Sork. Summon Sword. Summon. Sor- summon Sorceress. Also a. Uh... Yeah,
1: that's what you said. Summon Sork.
0: Oh, Sork. I thought you said Sword. I was like,
1: Oh no, no. Summon Sorceress. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh
0: yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, like you know, she's uh... yeah. She... There's
1: been some impactful ones, but like.
0: I mean, then you've this also is not got one the. Of them. <laughs> we also got like the Victory Dragons.
1: Was that Was that a promo?
0: Yeah. That's That's where I got my copy from. originally. originally was from a V Jump. I I never realized that. I guess it makes sense. Which is banned, but not because it's good, but because it's a uh, match winner.
1: And you know, hilariously, that's not even the reason that that card should never come off the ban list. That card creates um, policy issues.
0: It really can.
1: Because, like, so theoretically, there's, like, if you're in that situation, then there's a basically whatever... If you know, if this card attacks your opponents directly and reduce their life points to zero, you, you win the, the match. match. Yeah. Right. But the thing about it is the card's not good. Not because your oh. opponent can just scoop up as soon as they see it coming.
0: Yeah, like like as soon as you should go declare attack, scoop. And
1: not even that. You you just like enter battle phase, like, okay, scoop. Yeah. And like then it creates a situation where like it, it creates an awkward situation for judges. Like I, I saw, um, I saw Distant Coder talk about this one time, or maybe it was MBT on one of their channels, uh, and they talked about Victory Dragon coming off the list, and that was the reasoning given that like it can't because yeah, it and creates it, it creates bad end of match procedures and it makes things hard for judges.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because then it comes down to <clears throat> is scooping like
1: unsportsmanlike
0: conduct yeah is it just part of the game can you just surrender at any time or can you only surrender during certain parts of the game
1: yeah it it literally creates a um match interactions that don't currently exist yeah which is why there's no reason for it to ever come off the list
0: yeah which would create a uh procedural headache right it just not worth it um and then i kind of hope we don't ever get any of the other ones
1: what do you mean by the, any of the other ones? Like the match winners?
0: Yeah, in the OCD, there's a, a couple more match winners.
1: Well, yeah, but I think most of them are like world prize cards and stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: So if you're, yeah, but even then, I hope we we, we never get any more of them. Uh, and I kind of hope Konami never prints any well, more. Well, and
1: the, all the ones that are in the game, most of them at the bottom of the card say this cannot be used in a duel. <laughs> yes, yes.
0: So. Yeah, I hope they, yeah, I hope that if they do keep printing cards like that, they keep doing that this card cannot be used in a duel.
1: Yeah, well, they would have to.
0: Yeah, um, keep it relegated to Kitchen Table Yu-Gi-Oh! So, hey
1: everybody, wanted to take just a moment to talk about ETB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana. ETB Games is your one place to go in and find all the things you want for all those things that we love. You can find stuff for figurines, for D&D, tabletop games, you can find things for Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! All your different cards, your different sleeves, you can find all your things for pretty much whatever you want uh and be sure to check it out this weekend in particular if you're nearby uh this weekend september 11th we, there will be a, uh, a large Yu-Gi-Oh tournament uh, they're trying to get as many people as possible uh me and caleb will be there if you want to see us be sure to check it out uh, and that'll be this weekend so again please check out etb games in Alexandria, louisiana that is etbgames.com and there's a link in the description below we do. We are going to move on here to uh, the main event, which is an OCG metagame breakdown for those well, that did not read the title. But in between, yes. I want to take a break. Uh, we are no longer sponsored by uh, Anchor. Anchor, but we're going to take this moment instead to talk about our biggest supporter, which is one of our fans who left a rating for us on Apple Podcasts. So uh, to Daniel3758. Uh, he left a five-star rating for us. Fun to listen to. I found this podcast after a recent return to playing Yu-Gi-Oh! after a long break. I don't know what the meta is, but I like hearing about how things are going so I can learn. These two are fun hosts who make me laugh while informing me about Duel Monsters news. Thank you so much for the kind review, Daniel. Thank you so much for the support. Uh, and hopefully, with enough listening to this you will know what the meta is
0: speaking of meta though we this past weekend was actually the latin american remote duel uh remote duel invitational oh true that was something else we were supposed to cover in quick play news i jumped over it my bad guys no no no. it's fine but this is a great segue for this okay so in top four we have uh gerald s who's running invoke dogma dolls
1: interesting uh wind is a strong card i guess
0: mm -hmm. um kellen b running virtual world uh
1: Interesting. Uh, Shenzhen's a heck of a card.
0: Yep. Uh, and then second place was Andres uh, Andres T. running Drytron. Uh,
1: interesting. Herald of Ultimates is a heck of a card.
0: And in first place was Jose L. running Zodiac Tri Brigade. Uh,
1: interesting. Uh, Tri Brigade Revolt is a heck of a card.
0: <laughs> just, anyway, it, just the span of the meta that... Latin America seems to have. Okay, so
1: let's take a quick moment. So this will be a good segue into the OCG meta game breakdown. So, for those that don't know, we can't actually address this uh, because a lot of our listeners are either newer returning players or don't know a ton about the game, which it, that's perfectly fine. Uh, there's a lot to enjoy about the game and a lot to love about the game. Uh, so, for those that don't know, the meta game, the meta
0: the game within the game
1: right exactly is defined
0: as uh kind of okay so basically it's what everyone is currently doing
1: right so this is like the definition of what are the top decks in the game what are the best things to play
0: what are tier what's tier one what's tier two what's rogue
1: Right, right. What, so the tier one decks would be like the best decks in the format. Yeah. Um, currently in the TCG, you would be thinking about things like Drytron, Tri-Brigade, Prank Kids. Those are really basically what everybody considers the main tier one decks. Um, then you have decks that are like very solidly tier two or very high-end tier two, which is like Virtual World, Sky Striker, Salaman Great. um, uh,
0: Invoke Dogma Dolls.
1: Invoke Dogma Dolls. Uh, Phantom Knight, Burning Abyss, colloquially colloquially called PK, PK Fire, pile. right? And, and these are all decks that are very competitive, and a good pilot can take fifty percent or more of their games off of tier one decks, but they suffer a bit from consistency and power ceiling.
0: Yeah. So, um, and then recently, uh, Aldergeist is proving itself to be pretty solidly tier two as well.
1: Yeah. Altergeist is definitely like one of the strongest rogue decks in my opinion.
0: Oh yeah. No, yeah. I know. Like, uh, <clears throat> in my opinion, it's starting to kind of eke its way into outright being tier two at this point.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's definitely getting up there.
0: If not, it is probably the number one rogue deck right now.
1: Uh, yeah, it's, Ro- it's up there for yeah. sure. Um, you still have things like Medolce cropping up a lot.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, Medolce actually just won the European Invitational, I believe.
0: Yeah, they got top four.
1: Uh, I think after Swiss, he was first. Oh, shoot.
0: Okay, okay. well, there's yeah.
1: that. So and that's actual Benoit, who got top four at the oh, European yeah, YCS. Yeah.
0: That's what I was thinking of, was the European YCS. Yeah, so he yeah. got top four at the European YCS. Yeah. And then in the Invitational... With, he, one, with, in my opinion, one of the tastiest decks in the format.
1: I mean, you're not wrong. (laughs) Invitational, he got uh, first after Swiss, I do believe. I I think I saw that. um, I mean, the top eight of that event is loaded. Uh, You had Axel Benoit piloting Madolce. You had um, Tatsum, who was a guest on this podcast.
0: Mm -hmm. Super Uh, cool dude.
1: Right? And then you had Raphael Nevin, who just won the European YCS. And... What's funny was his only loss in that entire YCS was to Wall and Medolce.
0: Oh my lord.
1: Yeah. So it it's the top eight for that invitational was really stacked. Good uh, stuff.
0: Oh yeah, no, that you know, I you know, I bet that was I bet that would have been really fun to have uh watched. Absolutely. Um But as far as the metagame goes, the metagame
1: doesn't just concern what are the top decks though. A lot of things so they have um, a lot of people do what they call meta gaming, where like they'll predict going into an
0: event what I expect to see a lot of this X deck, pati- right. X deck, or a lot of people running this or why particular card. Right. So, like a good example
1: is actual Benoit piloting Madolche, which he's always running Madolche. But the point is, it's a good meta game call right now because of the ability to main deck Dimension Shifter.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, also, the, the lack of people really understanding what the deck can do. Right. Which, in and of itself, is also a meta call. Right, right.
1: So, like, another great example of this is, like, um, last December, Pac uh, topped, uh, I don't know if it was an extravaganza or an invitational. He topped a major tournament. And he was running Virtual World. And this was the very first day that Virtual World was legal in the TCG. Yup. Which makes it a great metagame choice because most of your opponents don't know what your cards do.
0: Yep. So, oh, yeah, no, you know, your opponents are going to spend a lot of time just kind of going, can I read that card? Exactly. So,
1: the ability to um, pilot decks that are lesser known and things can be a serious advantage. It, I mean, your your opponent not knowing what your deck does can just be the difference maker. Uh, so that's why it's so important to listen to us every week and find yeah. out what everything does. <laughs> oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah, no, especially Medelche because that's the deck I'm maining right now. Right.
1: So, going ahead and getting into the actual meat of the podcast, today we are doing an OCG metagame report. This comes courtesy of roadoftheking.com. So, for those of you wondering, roadoftheking.com is a mainly OCG news site. They do breakdown that meta game exclusively
0: breakdown. OCG aren't they? Uh,
1: pretty much, yeah. They cover the Asia Championship. They cover all the Hong Kong tournaments, all the all the OCG tournaments. They cover them, give uh, deck profiles, give top top cut uh, breakdowns, all that of basically anything over like fifty players. Oh yeah. So, and when we give these metagame reports, this is a breakdown of uh, like. Seventy five topping decks from thirteen tournaments across Japan and China.
0: Oh yeah. I know, or, uh,
1: you know, uh by the way,
0: for those you for, for those you who don't know who are new, the uh the difference the OCG is very specifically right, Japan, right. South Korea, Hong Kong, and China.
1: And I think parts of uh Oceania, right?
0: Like uh um, Yeah, like yeah. Well that's Thailand. Yeah, that would be part of Thailand and Singapore area, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Bunch of all the little tinier islands and countries all around there um the tcg is literally everywhere else
1: yeah yeah so ocg stands for original card game and tcg stands for trading card game so uh all your european american russia uh, south South america australia canada right new zealand right All, all of that qualifies as um tcg yeah shout out new zealand listeners we see you you're the second most represented country in our uh, statistics i'm just saying oh yeah shout out new zealand
0: so that's why i brought them up specifically
1: <laughs> there you go um but this will be an ocg metagame breakdown and why this is important is the ocg is always like one to two sets ahead of us um just something about the way the release schedule has just always worked is that the ocg just gets stuff before we do they get their core sets three to four months in advance they get side sets in advance i mean We've been trying to get the Cyber Strike Structure deck here since they were supposed to come out in June. It's slated currently for October,
0: and they've had it since like February.
1: No, it's, it's it, hasn't, it hasn't been quite February. But, no, um, it feels
0: like it. <laughs> it yeah,
1: it does. Uh, I think they got it in like May or June. Okay, but still,
0: still, yeah, that, still, that's re-
1: right. That's its own thing. And they they get products that we don't get. They get exclusive sleeves. They get exclusive play mats. They get. All different artworks for different cards they get a lot of different stuff um, that we don't get
0: there's also a couple of sets that they get that
1: we don't yeah they they got a uh dragoonity structure deck last year that we didn't get yeah um, instead they just made it into a product
0: yeah and then y- years ago they actually used to have a set that was nothing but tcg imports
1: they still do every year
0: there you go, um, yeah. which is a set that we don't get for OCG imports because there there are cards that are TCG exclusive and OCG exclusive. For right. Example: so like,
1: Dragoon was OCG exclusive for the yeah. longest time. Uh, a great
0: example for TCG exclusive right now is B Troopers. Right. The B-Troopers, entire art type is TCG War, only. War Rock. Yeah. Um, Even though they finally got it, and they got the better artwork for it.
1: I don't think the artwork is any different. I think you're wrong.
0: <laughs> I'll show you pictures later.
1: Okay. Regardless, so this OCG metagame breakdown gives us a look to the future. Even though they have a different ban list and a lot of their game is different, um, it's still relatively similar. It's similar enough that we can get overarching themes. And we'll point out the key differences in the formats and why certain things won't translate here. But as a whole, you are gonna see that a lot of this will translate eventually. For example, zodiac tri-brigade was the best deck over here three to four months before it was the best deck over here
0: mm-hmm.
1: so so the first thing we want to talk about and again you can get all of this they update it weekly on uh grow to the which link in the description below uh we're start with meta we haven't done this in a while uh and they do it every week during the format so metagame report number seven is actually two and a half weeks ago this came out at the time the archetype sword soul which releases in Burst of Destiny in a few weeks here was the top deck at 12% of the meta of to- 12% of the topping decks so this is 75 decks. And then you had Eldritch at 10.7%, Drytron at 9.3, Destiny Hero Sky Striker at 8.0, at 8, Shadow at 6.7, Hero at 5.3, VW at 5.3 or Virtual World, ignister at 5.3 and others at 29.3. I'm not going to do the deck by deck breakdown because we want to really want to get into the most recent information possible. Yeah. But um, And then
0: just to show you how fast the meta can progress and change. Right. Uh,
1: The next very next week, this is 51 top decks from 10 tournaments. Um, The only release in between was that they got a V-Jump called Victoria the Angel of Courage, which is not playable. Nope. Okay. The top deck in the meta is Virtual World at 17.6. Then Sky Striker at 11.8. Then Drytron at 9.8. Sword Soul at 7.8. Zephyra at 7.8. Invoked at 5.9, Tribogate at 5.9, and then others at 33.3. So
0: sword soul got went from number one to other four. It went to four. Okay, it went to four.
1: And virtual world went from like six to one. The the representation tripled. Keep in mind, you you hear virtual world topping over here, and you're like, wow, that's pretty good. You know, this that and the other. The deck doesn't have true king anymore. The deck, you know, they this still and have other. true
0: king, don't they? Exactly.
1: Over there, they still have one uh, VFD, one true king of all calamities. So, uh, Virtual World is still like a top contender over there. In the same way, they also have um, Max C.
0: Yep, they still have Max C. So,
1: the metagame's really different because of that. Decks like Drytron are generally not as good because it's straight combo. Oh yeah. And Maxie uh, just ends it.
0: Oh yeah. Keep in mind generally. Um they also have Crosside Designator, which is another amazing card that we don't have that we don't have access to. Right. Which I'm pretty sure they limited they had originally limited um Called by the Grave to push that the sales of that card because that card was about to get released and it just didn't get released over here. And it just didn't get released? Yeah. So that's that's part of the reason why our meta is so much more combo oriented as compared to the OCG meta.
1: Yeah, yeah, the OCG metagame has always been typically slower.
0: A lot more control-oriented.
1: Right. Uh, so now we're into metagame report number nine.
0: Which is this past week.
1: Right. This is this released on September the 4th. Uh, another one will release on September the 11th, uh, more than likely. Yeah. So there has been a new product release, which is Deck Build Pack Grand Creators. That's slated to release in January here. And it's already released.
0: Yeah. So Um Grant Creators has stuff like uh
1: the art the, the the graffiti one? Uh yeah, they have punk punk that's what yeah, it the is. punk
0: archetype. They've I think that's where we're getting uh the hero token.
1: Brave token. Brave token. That's what it is. Yeah, Brave Token and And there's another one. It's the um the the one, the adventure one. Um or is that Brave Token?
0: That's Brave Token. Long story short, it's like three new archetypes worth of cards, a couple other in between cards, a couple of reprints, blah, 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 blah. What's the meta look like now?
1: Very different. So the breakdown here is Drytron at 16.4%, Virtual Order at 16.4, Soul at 13.1, Eldritch at 9.8, Destiny sky Skystriker at 4.9, Tri Brigade at 4.9, and others at 344
0: very different, because first, because first off, Drytron's all the way up at number one, and part of that is because they still have three Ben Ten. Yeah, they they never got around to limiting uh, or even semi-limiting Ben Ten over there, um, which is uh, kind of
1: disgusting. Oh, the other the other thing coming in Grand Creator is uh, Exor Sisters.
0: Ah, oh, the Exor Sisters, right? Right. So right,
1: that's what it is. Um, anyway. So, I'm going to go through the entire list of everything at top tier. Uh, a couple things to know is when I say Destiny Hero, a Destiny Hero this, like, for example, there's 10 Drytron, 9 Drytron, and 1 Destiny Hero Drytron.
0: 9 times out of 10, what they mean is, they're it's, running. It's, it's a,
1: Fusion, Destiny, and... Like, oh, I don't even I don't even know what... 1 Dasher, 1 something else so that they can make...
0: Uh, uh, Dark Phoenix Enforcer.
1: Is it Dark or is it, like...
0: Maybe Shadow Phoenix? It's something Phoenix Enforcer.
1: Yeah. So there's a new Destiny Hero Fusion that's basically like the new version of Dragoon. And Dragoon is banned over there. So they can literally just splash the Verte, splash Fusion Destiny, a couple of Destiny Hero monsters, and do the sh- d- Shadow Phoenix Enforcer?
0: Uh, Destroy Phoenix Enforcer. That's what it is. Destroy Phoenix destroy Enforcer. Destroy Phoenix Enforcer. I googled it real quick.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's just a quick splashable um engine one card engine or well like one fusion destiny does it or yeah
0: and then two um two effect
1: monsters to make verte does oh, it. oh
0: yeah, yeah yeah um for the garnets that they would run um it's a level six or higher hero monster and a destiny hero monster
1: I think it's Destiny Hero, Dasher, and Celestial, I think, is what they usually use.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, as long as you have a low... I mean, you could technically use Blade Edge if you really wanted to. Yeah. All that matters is you have a Destiny Hero and a level 6 or higher Hero Monster. That's all that matters.
1: Okay, so the total breakdown is... And this is 61 top-performing decks from 12 tournaments. So, 10 Drytrons, which is 9 Drytrons, 1 Destiny Hero Drytron, 10 Virtual World, 8 Sword Soul, which this is weird three sword soul pure two destiny hero sword soul two destiny hero tangy sword soul and one tangy sword soul six outlet which is three outleth pure outleth two destiny hero outleth and one grass outleth so uh that, that
0: grass looks greener
1: all right that grass looks greener is legal in the ocg i think at two copies actually yeah which is crazy to me uh three destiny hero sky striker three tri-brigade which is one tri-brigade one zoo tri-brigade and one destiny hero zoo tri-brigade Two Danger Dark World. Uh, That deck is possible over there, I think, also because of some certain uh, ban list changes. I don't know. Yeah. Something's different there. Uh, Two Destiny Hero Invoked. Two Flunder... (sighs) Destiny Hero Invoked. Some people just want to watch the world burn.
0: Apparently.
1: Two Flunderees. Two Hero. Two Prank Kids, which is one Prank Kid and one Brave Token Prank Kid. Two Adignister, one Adam Emancipator, one Agent Fairy. Keep in mind, they have the uh, Agent Structure deck over there. Yep. Either they have
0: it or they're about to get it. Yeah, one or the other. Yeah.
1: One Destiny Hero Light, one Destiny Hero Thunder Dragon, one Dragon Maid, one Grass Destiny Hero Invoke Shadal. Why do you hate us? One Grass Grass PK Fire, Grass Phantom Eye Burning Uh, One Math Mech. That's really interesting. And one Sekka Danger Kaiju Luna. Gross. All right. <clears throat> so we're going to get into some card by card breakdowns of the decks and keep in mind the bandless differences. Uh, for example, with Drytron, they have Benton at three. They still have union carrier. Um,
0: they have, um, things like that. You yeah, know? they have a, uh, VFD at what? Two, I think, or one, one. VFD yeah, is at is one. one.
1: So keep that in mind for virtual world, you know, um, keep in mind for Eldritch, uh, you're going to see an Eldritch list here. they only running two Gamma, one Driver. Gamma's semi-limited over there. Yep. Curse Eldland is, Curse Eldland is semi-limited over there. So, uh, there's some, some very key list differences to keep in mind. So, But anyway, let's talk about this Drytron deck. Um, so, he's not main decking any Maxi. Uh, they're all in the side deck. Um, Which is interesting. Right. I think the goal is less Bricks, less Hand Traps to... This dry-tron deck list looks a ton like the list we have over here. So three Dra- Medionis Draconids, the 4K, 4K one. Yeah. Um, one Herald of Ultimateness, three Ben 10, one Natasha. Ben 10 is limited over here, so you can't do that. Uh, but there's no need to run Ten over there because they have three Ben mm-hmm. 10. Um, three Diviners, two Eva, uh, three Alpha, three Zeta, three Gamma, three Delta. So 12 names, which here is a little bit different. I think they usually run like... 12 or 10 yeah um three herald of orange light three nova two Medionis, so two of the ritual two uh drytron fafnir which is the ritual the field spell um two or three cyber emergency three preparation of rights and one foolish burial so they're just hyper consistent search everything uh die if your opponent main decks droll pretty much uh, the extra deck, one in Tiss, two Herald of Arc Light, one of a, a Synchro monster that I don't recognize. It is a level seven light... Oh, it looks like one of the Yang Zings.
0: It, it, yeah, the, yeah, Yeah, yeah. because I think they still have the uh, light Yang Zing. Yeah, that's what this
1: is, is a light Yang yeah. Zing, so. Um One Mubeta Fafnir, one of the Lyra list, rank one. Um, assembled Nightingale... Or is it one? One of the lyrists rank one, uh, one Downard, one Beatrice, uh, double A Zeus, one Link Kribo, one Union Carrier, one Mascarena, one Unicorn, no, one Nightmare Phoenix, uh, and then a Boral Sword and a uh, the Link Five uh, Nightmare Goddess of the Underworld.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, the Underworld Goddess of the Night or whatever. Right. Yeah, the the Link Five. That's like yeah, it's. It's uh, a bunch of, you can use uh, a bunch of monsters, but you also use one of your opponent's monsters to make it too. You just steal it. It's ridiculous.
1: Pretty much. Um Yeah, it's it's a pretty standard list. The only thing that I see here that's I really just flat out don't agree with um, is they're running three lightning storms and a duster in the side deck. They're not running 20, any any chainables. Yeah, no chainables. So. I don't know. Your I, continuous I guess,
0: spells are going to go off without a hitch.
1: Yeah, maybe IO just isn't as prevalent over there. It's got to be. Um Yeah, I think that's about it for this. Uh we can move on to virtual world now. Um Ha. Oh, uh. So this guy's a good competitor. He's participated in multiple Asia championships. Um, he finished ninth in the Asia Championship 2017, barely missing out on Top Cut. Uh, then he finished Top 8 in 2019 with Salad. And this time he opted for Virtual World. He went 6-2, finished f- uh, Top 8 in a 300-man tournament. And uh, let's see. The list looks pretty bog standard. Um, the really weird thing is that I think... Okay, so that's three of the level six i think that's gg or level three is gg level six is oh my god i can, i don't know the names <laughs> i just realized i don't know any of the names i know it's got only two nanyan but three of all the other ones yeah um so two maxi three ash gamma package which is only three cards over there um three king long three of uh, the other one that searches uh kowloon yeah two desires three Crossout Designator. 2 Call by the Grave, 2 Emergency Teleport, 1 Triple Tactics Talent, 2 Chuche, and 1 of the other trap card that is a newer release. 41 cards total. Weird that you're... I feel like you could cut the Triple Tactics and be at 40, but okay. Whatever. Uh, you do you. Um, the extra deck, I recognize about 5 of these cards. Uh, so you have the uh, the Virtual World, Synchro 6, Stardust Charge Warrior, Coral Dragon, uh you have the uh, Stardust uh, Clearwing Synchro, uh shen, shen you have Cloud Castle. Uh yeah, that's Cloud Castle, Ravenous Croco Dragon, uh Vermilion Mathmec, Ultimate uh Phantom Knights of Breaksword, uh that's a virtual world fan fan, the rank six.
0: Yeah, yeah. Constellar
1: fanfare. yeah, Constellar Ptolemy M7, Guy Dragoon, one true king of all calamities and one double A Zeus. Wow, I can't believe I got as much of that as I did. Yeah. Um. So the side deck has a couple of interesting options. Uh, two Nibiru. I think Nibiru is semi limited over there. I'm not sure. Uh, one Lancia. None in the main. One on the side. That is because Lancia gets side decked against his deck. They deck it in in game two, and they can either lancia their opponent if they have it in hand or they can cross that designator and get rid of the one lancia so they can negate their opponent's lancia yep okay so the third maxi in the side deck three droll in the side deck three dark ruler no more two lightning storm one duster one io one red reboot so uh it's a pretty standard vw list the main difference over there versus over here is that they don't want a caliga package over there because they have VW, they have true king why would they
0: yeah they, they don't need it
1: right so um but yeah so pretty standard stuff um so next we have sword soul uh card by card on the sword soul is that they have um they reduced some of the stuff in the main deck some of the sword soul cards to start running triple t and prosperity to increase consistency of the deck yeah so you've got they're still
0: kind of tinkering with it they'll figure it out
1: right so you've got uh the three main sword soul main deck monsters running three of each uh then you've got the three of the ecclesia the new ecclesia that's ocg only right now comes out first destiny i believe uh then you have three maxi three ash the gamma package which is three cards um three of one of the sword soul spell cards three desires one prosperity two talents such weird ratios Two Crossout Designator, one Called By, three Imperm, uh, two of the uh, Trap Card for Sword Soul, uh, one IO, and mm-hmm. one, I didn't realize this card was legal in the OCG, one Vanity's Emptiness.
0: Oh yeah, Vanity's Emptiness, yeah. That's legal there. Yep.
1: Um, okay, and then going forward, we have one of the Dark Level 6 Sword Soul Synchros, two of the Light Level, I uh, Wait, is that level seven? How are they hitting seven? Uh, One dark level seven synchro Mm. that I don't know the name of. Uh two light level eights those are three light level eights. Two of one and one of the other. Those are gonna be the sword souls. Yeah, yeah. Um one Draco Berserker of the Tenny one Colossal Fighter. This is here specifically for a maxi loop. Yes. If
0: your uh, opponent sees um, yeah. you and they also have a monster who is higher attack than a Colossal Fighter.
1: Like around 3k?
0: Yeah. You just make Colossal Fighter attack into the monster. Your Colossal Fighter dies. You take like 200 damage. Affect a Colossal Fighter then procs. When Colossal Fighter away battles into the graveyard you special summon a warrior monster from your graveyard. Special summon back out the Colossal Fighter. Your opponent draws a card. Attack again. You know, right draws card and you just keep going till they deck out which i think is hilarious yeah yeah the ability
1: to deck out your opponent is really funny
0: to punish them for uh daring to hit you with the right. maxi um one crimson blader one which is for the mirror right one of the black
1: rose level 10
0: Ooh, ruddy rose dragon yeah
1: i guess it must be ruddy rose
0: well ruddy rose for us bloody rose dragon for them
1: yeah uh here's a water level 10 i believe that is there in archetype level 10 synchro yeah maybe uh and then one uh, Sh- uh chevalier is it what is the name of the chevalier level 10 baroness be yeah, a baroness de fleur baroness de fleur right um they're also running a abyss dweller a because abyss dweller is
0: abyss dweller
1: right i think that is an earth rank four i don't know two double a zeus and one lila I don't know what the Earth Rank 4 is. Uh, Side deck, a pank for going second, two nibs, three lancia, three token collector for the mirror match. Token collector shuts that deck down. Uh, Two ghost bell, one duster, one cyclone, one twin twister, one red reboot. Why? The ratios here are so sucky. The Uh ratios of the OCG piss me off.
0: I mean, that's... The, I mean, fair, because they run random one and two ofs that you can't even... Like, I can understand running ran, running random one and two ofs if you're using Crosslet Designator. Right. But Crosslet Designator only works on monsters. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm like 99% sure of that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um. So... Just the one... Like, is it... The only thing I can think of is I have this extra space that I have nothing to put in which is a lot of confidence let me tell you.
1: Okay. So let's I really want to get into this next deck list because it's it's dumb. Okay. So we've got this is pure Eldlitch. This man went 5-1-1 and finished first in this uh, 3v3 team tournament which had 23 teams or 69 nice participants. <laughs> We're going to get some interesting stuff here. Okay, so three Eldlich, the Golden Gam- Boy. All right, three of the Golden Lord, the Gamma package, simple. Um, two Curse Eldland, <coughs> which is semi limited over there. One, <coughs> excuse me. One elixir of Black Awakening. One white elixir of uh, elixir of White Destiny. Three extravagance, two prosperity. And then you have three scarlet sanguine three conquistador two haquero then you have one of an eldlitch trap card that i do not know the name of
0: is it the lion one
1: no it's not the lion one it's a different one okay it looks like there's a bunch of light coming down from above i don't exactly know the name yeah it t- turns out it's all in japanese i can't read japanese uh three solemn strikes two solemn judgments three torrental tributes three skill drain because skill drain is at three over there one io two dogmatica punishment and the really spicy tech card of the deck two d barrier wait how many trap cards is that that would be 25 traps
0: and there's only one monster he commits to the board pretty much yeah yeah i mean
1: but there's some interesting tech cards in the extra deck though that oh, make this enough, make a lot more fair sense. Fair enough. so here's the fun thing about this He's running 2D Barrier. D D Barrier is not just a meta call for certain decks. It's a meta call because you can chain it to Fusion Destiny, call Fusion and it stops the Destiny Hero Destroy Phoenix Enforcer. Yep. So that's a really interesting tech.
0: Uh, but like not only that, also since your opponent summons a monster, you you probably know what their entire if you if you know the meta, you pretty much know what they're going to do. Right. So the extra deck
1: is pretty interesting. 3 Intis, 1 um for the Wind, punishments. Win Pegasus Adignister those are all for punishments. Okay. Because when Pegasus Adignister does stuff and it's in a grave. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um one uh Frame Lord Omega for the gamma package. Mm-hmm. Um one light rank 5. I don't know what it is or how he's getting there.
0: Maybe it's an, maybe- Oh, he,
1: you know, he can overlay the trap monsters to get there.
0: Yes, yes, he can.
1: Uh, I think it's a Constellar card. Constellar.
0: Oh, then it's probably um not Pleiades.
1: Yeah, Pleiades. Yeah, it's that's Pleiades. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was it's like, Pleiades. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, no no no. I was, totally no, no, no,
0: no, no. I was like, yeah, it can't be Pleiades. I was like, no, I'm thinking of M7. I'm thinking of Ptolemy. No, it, it is, yeah, Pleiades. No, is
1: Pleiades. Yeah, it is Constellar Yeah. He's running two Gustav Max.
0: Well, that's spite. Well, he can hit it with Golden Lord. Yeah. You can
1: overlay two Golden Lords, summon Gustav Max. Burn for two k, and then he can either go into the Super Dora that he's running, yeah, and or then go a, for game, or or go into Juggernaut Leap and attack, attack, attack. Yeah. So so he's running two Gustav Max, one Super Dora, one Juggernaut lieb Nice little train package. I like it. He's running two Double A Zeus that he can hit with that train package. Mm-hmm. He's running one of the World Chalice Link One requires a normal monster, I think, so he can get there with the. uh I think he can get there with his uh, trap,
0: monsters. trap monsters. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. 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 Cause they're normal. Cause they're, uh, they're a uh, non-effect monster. So yeah.
1: <laughs> and he's got two of the uh, vampire link two. I don't, it's not vampire sucker. It's another one. Yeah. Um, but it, it's requires two zombies, I think, which mm-hmm. is the whole deck. So easy. Yeah. Easy. Um, the side deck, he's running one of the, um, the monster that protects back row that comes out in burst of destiny. King of the sky prison. I think,
0: yes yes yeah yeah. The, yeah three lava
1: golem three lancia one feather duster two idp uh ice dragon's prison uh three evenly matched two anti-spell fragrance Hmm. interesting
0: it, it, it's really interesting
1: All right so the real conclusion here is that drytron had a huge presence this week it went straight to the top the time of the virtual world and sword soul and Eldlich while they're not the best decks, they have made a bit of a bounce back. Um, it had an interesting... The Grand Creators had an interesting impact in the weekend. Um, the Brave Token thing in Prank Kids has seen tournament success in that, more than just the one deck here.
0: That's some spiciness, though. Because like because like because the actual Brave Token archetype itself is very <clears throat> underwhelming. Um, because there's only one card that makes the token... Yeah, about half the stuff searches for that one card, but they stop that one card, that's it, you're done. Um, And then everything else revolves around, equipping spells, the token, blah, blah, blah. Kind of underwhelming. But combining it with prank kids to prote- help pr- protect the token. I assume that's what they're doing. That's probably not what they're doing.
1: I'm going to be honest, I'm going to have to look more into it to see exactly what they're doing. I know Pack has an entire um
0: video on it at this point, I think.
1: Yes, he does. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it popped in my feed. I haven't well, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet.
1: So, um, the but the thing about the Brave Token Prank Kid deck is that it what's really interesting about it is, um, so it got top sixteen in the three hundred the two three hundred man tournament, the Duelist Cup twenty twenty one Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. So it got top sixteen there, and in the No Face FCS, which is like a fifty two man tournament, which was eight rounds, the deck went eight zero. Oh. I mean the deck is really good. It just doesn't have high representation numbers.
0: Interesting.
1: It's a pilot thing.
0: Yeah, well, we'll have to wait for another we'll have to wait for a week or two and see how that turns out.
1: Yeah. So, um I think that'll pretty much wrap us up for today. This episode's a good bit shorter than most, but I'm going to be completely honest right now, it's really a dry spell for Yu-Gi-Oh.
0: Yeah, cuz we got all this product about to come out. And the thing is like, like, like right now, the only thing that they could really release news wise, as far as the upcoming sets is some stuff for the, like some of the other stuff that gets reprinted in the tens, but I think they've already shown their hand with what's with all the good stuff in the 10, which is, uh, for sure it's Zeus. yeah, the Zeus reprints nice. The, uh, new, uh, dual monster support for dark magician blue eyes is cool. And the entire administer deck being right. all reprinted, I think they showed their hand, and they're like, "We don't have anything else to actually." Well, no, I think there's a lot more that's coming, and they just don't want to. But I mean, why wouldn't they? Because then people, the product would just start flying off the shelves. Not on the shelves yet. I mean, when it gets on the shelves, it'll immediately get lifted off. Just yeah, sold but
1: out. word will spread within like two days of release. Fair enough. Two or three days before release, you will know everything that's in the product because. The distributors will start sending out cases. Yeah. And they'll then, start cracking open the cases. Cracking yeah, to open get the singles. To get singles to list on their websites for day of release.
0: Yeah, but then you also have some of the people, some of the like YouTubers and Twitch streamers who will get the product early. Right. And, the, you know, and they'll very specifically get like, oh, here's a product for you to open on stream. Here's another one that you have to give away. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, which I hope we can do that at some point. That'd be really cool.
1: I know that. What's yeah, up, Konami? Um, yeah, what's up, Konami? we'll start live streaming for you speaking of live streaming uh if you are interested in watching our live stream uh wednesday evening we will be doing the first one and I, I think i said it at the beginning but i don't remember so i'm saying it again we're doing a live stream of our podcast for the ten dollar nut patrons so mm-hmm. be sure
0: to check that out um it'll, it'll be next wednesday yeah Or is it, uh, or is it tomorrow
1: day after tomorrow
0: day after tomorrow okay well
1: okay okay for for those listening on tuesday yeah. it would be tomorrow okay yeah Hopefully,
0: hopefully. If everything
1: we promise them, a, we promised the ten dollars patrons a live stream once a week. So yeah,
0: yeah, like we're kind of committed. Yeah, like if I mean, if so, I mean, if we can't get it, I mean, if we can't get it fixed and good go, and going, <clears throat> it is what it is. Right, as unfortunate as that would be, but if everything aligns correctly, yeah, we should be able to do it.
1: Right. So that's the plan. So, but. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for checking us out. Be sure to leave us leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you want to hear us. If you want to hear us talk to you and you want to hear us, um, you know, you want to hear what we have to say and you want to hear your review on the podcast, leave us a review. Leave us a rating. It helps out tremendously with the analytics. Um, again, be sure to check us out everywhere that you can. Check us out on Apple. Check us out on Spotify, SoundCloud. Check us out on audible share us with all your friends check us out on twitter check out the discord server uh check us out on patreon if you are so inclined to do that it would be greatly appreciated um and thank you so much for listening
0: take care everyone even when we're
1: on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands